0: And good morning. You're on with City Talk live here high atop the Omar's building in downtown Newburn, looking out over what appears to be a beautiful summer day. The beginning of summer's coming here. That groundhog was right. Spring was early. I've got the fever already. A bounce in my step sitting here with Denny Booker keeping us rolling. He keeps us rolling in the morning. Say good morning, Denny. Good Booker. morning, everybody. Sabrina has to be uh, unavailable. She's out in New York trying to lure the Yankee down here uh, for retirement purposes and, and, and other reasons, isn't she?
1: I think that's what her goal is. I think it's uh, part of a convention center event where uh, people are coming and. Learning about various places to retire and to vacation, and I think that's uh, what she's involved in this
0: weekend. Would you consider that luring or attracting? Oh, uh, it could be, could be either.
1: I would say uh, luring might be a good word.
0: All right, that that is perfect. And we have a we have a guest today. We normally witlessly banter for five minutes before we get into the meat of our guests. Um, witlessly banter. I, uh, Henry Hinton was giving away stuff. I was listening to the end of his show. He was giving away stuff uh he was giving away a complete kitchen makeover Denny. Ki-
1: yeah that's a lot of money right there
0: and not to be outdone by henry hinton we are going to start a new contest i'm it's still in the phase but uh somehow or another someone's going to win a, a pen that i've been using for a month or two so that ought to be uh that is, that, be is that a little
1: bit like when the uh, president signs a bill he
0: gives people pens and uh, they no, have because souvenirs. this one actually says Kellis Law Firm on it. Okay, so I don't, I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> it's just a pen that I've been using. So that's the beginning of our contest. So if you want to, um, if you want to uh, get involved in that contest, go to www.talknewburn.net. You can also talk to us on at talknewburn.net. Uh, like us on Facebook at talknewburn. Follow us on Twitter at talknewburn, and uh, email us at CityTalk at Tuburn.net. Whatever. To Leave me alone. It's early. Oh, yeah.
1: If they want to call in, they can call in on
0: 633 4243. 633 4243. Sabrina is going to be coming on in a minute. Um, we are WNBU 94.1. WNBU Can you say that, Denny? WNBU. Tell the folks at home, nice pen, right? Yeah, it is. Henry, with you and your makeovers and your tens of thousands of dollars and stuff, our one listener is not looking for that. He's looking for this pen, I'm pretty (laughs) sure of it.
1: Well, hopefully he'll win it. And uh, with us
0: today... Employees of the show are not... Not uh, not eligible, right? No, they're not. And and their family and friends, they're not eligible either. Right.
1: Um, We do have a
0: guest with us today. Who's the guest? The
1: guest is uh, Mark Eckert. And that's not to be confused with Eckerd. I think Mark explained to me that was a different branch of the family, the Eckerd drug folks. And he was from the uh, the poor side, right? Absolutely. And yeah. Mark is uh, was my next door neighbor. I moved away. Um, did Did you move into your new house yet? No, not yet. Where have you moved? I moved to uh, another house. An undisclosed location, un- Denny. Undisclosed. I'm not. I'm Tell not, us not, where you live, Denny. It's in Greenbrier. So I'm are, moved, are you
0: kidding me I'm, you moved to greenbrier i did ward six uh, mr
1: jeff uh, oh good Odom god do is, not drink the water I, out there is my is my alderman all right so anyway mark and i were next door neighbors uh, he's still there i moved away and we have a we have a mutual interest and that interest is old cars and old stuff and uh, mark has a nice collection of several old vehicles which he may want to talk about here in a minute but
0: do they like being called old or do the cars like being called antiques well
1: it doesn't matter i don't think the cars care you mean
0: semantics don't matter for semantics once in one thing it semantics don't matter no it doesn't matter women don't like being called old they like being called refined right mature mature these
1: are mature cars that are 25 years or older is the official designation of a car if it wants to be considered in an in an antique car show so anything 25 years or older which is not that old anymore uh, we see cars that old coming into our stores all the time but at any rate and you keep them rolling we do mark is uh i try to yeah mark is um very involved in the local aaca which is american auto club of america chapter and he'll talk about that here after the break but um it's, it's a really active and fun group of people whose passion, I guess would be the right word, would yep. be old cars. And that's what we're all about. So I'm a member of that club, have been for a long time. And he's uh, our vice chairman, vice chairman, vice president, vice president. Thank you. So we're going to so. come back
0: in depth after the break. We're going to learn all about these mature cars and their feelings and what they can do in New Bern. Get another cup of coffee. We'll be right back. And we are back on City Talk, live atop uh, Omar's building. tonight. Today we're extremely saddened that Sabrina isn't here. She's going to be calling in in the second half hour. But we are delighted to have our our foremost guest and former alderman, Denny Booker, here. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. And we're going to get right into the antique car show because there is a lot to talk about. Enough of the silliness. Enough. Take it, Denny.
1: Mark Ecker is our guest here this morning. Mark's the vice president of the local chapter of the Antique Club of America. The local chapter is called The First Capital, and it's here in New Bern, and it serves the local counties around us. Uh, Mark, you want to take a minute and talk a little bit about what our chapter is doing, what we do as a a chapter?
2: Sure, Denny. Uh, First of all, uh, good morning, Denny. Uh, Lee, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Uh, The first capital chapter of the AACA uh, meets the second, uh, third, excuse me, third Tuesday of every month at the Golden Corral uh, at uh, 7 o'clock, and we get together for the meetings, uh, have uh, speakers come in and talk. Uh, We just had a speaker uh, 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 last week who uh, talked about his uh, sailing around Cape Horn in hurricane uh, uh, conditions. Um, who is that?
0: I want to bring him on
2: uh, uh, Ed uh, Gagnon uh, Who was actually he works at uh, he's a volunteer at Tryon Palace where I met him and uh, He was a town crier in Boston a uh, very interesting guy But we have the meetings uh, we get together we have speakers come and talk with us uh, but the real reason is for the fellowship of all the of the group and we all help each other with our cars. People have a problem with their car; they can come in and discuss it. Uh, Denny, you're a member of the uh, of the group. Uh, uh, you're our go-to guy for uh, tire advice. Believe it or not.
0: Really, that's shocking.
2: <laughs> are uh, you
1: keeping this club rolling? I'm trying to keep the club <laughs> rolling. Uh, there, it's it's amazing the amount of talent uh, that exists in this club. Yeah. People yeah. who have been messing with cars all their lives. Some of them are quite old. Some of them are young. We yeah. got uh, we got. People who are just getting started in the in the in the in the hobby, and then we have people that have been doing it, <clears throat> excuse me, for many many years. We have a uh, our one uh, senior member, uh, Marshall Van Winkle, who is uh, just an amazing guy. He's uh, his. Uh, Known as Mr. Model T, and I don't know how many, he has like 15 or 20 cars. he's got an incredible, (laughs) every
2: time I talk to him, I learn about another car that he's got. Yeah, uh, he's got got a
1: whole string of Model T uh, Fords, and uh, he's known all over the country as an expert on these cars.
2: Uh, He actually has one Model T that has been a national, uh, grand national award winner. It's one of the best Model Ts being displayed in the country today. And at the opposite end, he has what's known as an HPOF car. That's a historical preservation of original features, also called a barn find. It's a Model T or Model a, a Model T uh, that literally uh, he found it in a barn and has not done any restoration work on it. Uh, he's only done enough work on it to make it run, and he drives that on a on a regular basis.
1: It's a neat old car. Yep. So the club. Um Uh, Mark, you say we get together for food, fellowship, but mostly for information, helping each other. Um, I uh, uh, did a presentation a year or so ago on tires, and Mm -hmm. and one of the problems with old cars is a lot of the tires are really, really old and sometimes dangerous, and they may look good. They may have a lot of tread on them. But I told everybody in the club how to tell how old those tires were, and I was, some of them were rather shocked when they went home and checked their cars and found how old their tires were. Well, How,
0: how do you check, Denny?
1: Uh, there's a serial number on there that has a code, and you can read that code, and it'll tell you when that tire was manufactured.
2: I got to tell you that talk cost me a lot of money because <laughs> uh, we went uh, went home and um, my wife made sure I checked uh, the tires on her car and sure enough they were uh, older than we had thought and we ended up replacing them.
1: I think that was a great a great deal. Are those
0: are those tubeless tires or are they solid tires? Most or? of the antique
1: cars, any car built before 1954 55 had tubes in the tires, so about 1955 56 along in there the manufacturers started putting tubeless tires on. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the real, real, real old trucks had actually did have solid tires on them, but not cars. Yeah.
0: Well, your your first car, I understand it, was the Model T that you bought when you were a young man. Um, did it have solid tires? It did not. It oh, did right, it, no. it did not. No, Model T's all had tube, tube tires in them. Yeah. And I just, um, Sabrina... From wherever she is, is saying we can barely hear you. So you're gonna have to keep talking into that mic. Gotcha. Kiss that mic, kiss it. She says better now. Okay,
2: very good. Got it.
0: We just want everybody to be able to hear.
1: Well, the, the thing Lee is that uh, every year in downtown Newburn along Middle Street, the club puts on an antique car show, and anybody who has an antique car can bring that car. They don't even have to be a member of the club. They can enter that car in the show. Uh, there's a very casual judging. It's more of a display kind of an event where people just put their cars out there so the public can see them, and it brings a huge crowd to downtown New Bern. But this year, we're going to have something special, and Mark is uh, going to tell us about that. Yeah, it really is
2: very special, Danny. What we're hosting is uh, one of the AACA national shows. Um, AACA has about seven or eight of these across the country, and uh, New Bern is uh, honored Uh, to have it this year. We did uh, one in 2010 and also in 1999. uh, And uh, talking to people around the country, they're all very excited about coming back to New Bern. Now there's a couple of uh, reasons for that. Um, Number one is we do something kind of unique on our show here. The cars are actually displayed on the downtown streets. Uh, We're going to be having uh, Pollock Street, Broad Street, uh, and Craven and Middle Extending beyond broad uh, are are all going to be displaying these cars. We're expecting about 350 to 400 cars to show up for this show But we're also going to be using a lot of the uh, uh, parking lots at the churches and the banks uh, Encompassed in that area as well uh, in order to hold all of the cars and the crowd that we're expecting to show up But the other unique feature um, is the fact that they are done uh, in town on the streets uh, rather than just being shown out in the field someplace. Uh, I was just up in Philadelphia at the AACA National Convention uh, Promoting the show and promoting Newburn, uh, and I was amazed at how many people came into the booth and uh, Said boy, we really we've been to Newburn before and we can't wait to get back or people who came in and said God we really have heard so much about Newburn, and we can't wait to get down there uh, to to see it. That's great so we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. So yeah. you
0: guys are out there actually prom- not only doing a good car show, but you're promoting Newburn and bringing people here. Oh, ab- absolutely. What is, it, what is it that they like about coming back to New Bern?
2: Well, it's uh, everything, <laughs> everything that drew all of us here. Uh,
0: it's, the healing waters. Uh,
2: the healing waters. Uh, uh <laughs> uh, well, th- things like uh, the Tryon Palace, uh, the golf courses, uh, the marinas downtown. Um, I remember uh, myself, uh, I've only been here about two and a half years, and I remember uh, we, we visited a couple of towns in eastern North Carolina, and we came down uh, across the Twin Bridges, and I looked down over the downtown, saw the church spires, the clock tower, Tryon Palace, and, uh, and the marinas, and I said, this looks like a place I want to be, uh, and we ended up coming here. And this is what had draws a lot of the people that I talk to uh, up, at, uh, up in Philadelphia.
1: I think a lot of it is, Lee, they can walk, many of them can walk from their hotel to the show area. Uh, the show's only one day. It's just that Saturday. Right. And the cars, in this case, these cars are premier cars, some worth in the million-plus range. Mm-hmm. Um, some aren't. All are very valuable, but they are coming in for the most part probably 99 percent are coming in by trailer these aren't cars that people drive uh, to work or uh, out for an outing these are cars that are as close as possible to the way they came out of the factory in some cases i think they're better than they came out of Uh, the factory yeah
2: some people say uh, some of these cars are over restored over
1: restored yeah and then there's a real serious judging and Mark can talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, the uh, uh, cars will all be judged. Uh, they bring uh, judges in from all around the country because they need people who are uh, experts on a wide variety of cars, because the cars will range in age from the very early 1900s uh, up to uh, uh, 1991. What's, uh, all 25 right, what's years the old?
0: oldest car that the oldest car that's surviving out there that goes around and shows?
2: Oh my! Uh, it's probably some of the old Doria's. Uh, a Doria. Yeah. What, uh, is it just a horse?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it, it does have a very
2: fancy wig on it, though. It does really? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But Some what, of the what's ol-
0: this Durier? What year?
2: Oh, they go back, the Duriers go back to the 1880s.
0: That can't possibly be because Henry Ford invented the car, <laughs> and these French are lying. They well, just actually, predated their things.
1: Actually, he didn't invent it, and I don't know that there'll be what? a Durier here, but early Oldsmobiles were mm-hmm. around 1900.
0: Yeah, yeah, 1900
2: to 1903, the old yeah. curved Olds.
0: So Ford didn't invent the car? I don't think so. All right, explain how the explain how everybody thinks he invented the well, car. Well, there,
1: there's a lot of controversy on who invented the car. Yeah, it, how but, do you define a car?
0: Yeah, what's a, what's uh, a car? A wheels v- and an engine. Wheels <laughs> and an engine. Okay, no that, that
1: goes way back into the 1800s, and Ford internal
0: work. combustion engine. Okay. That was built by Ford. That's how I design. Uh, that's how I define a car. Well,
2: there were electric cars and steam cars back then as well.
0: Electric cars? Oh,
2: absolutely. The Baker Electric, very famous uh, uh, car back in the very early nineteen hundreds. Uh, uh, Jay Leno has one. Uh, did a feature on his uh, TV show on it. Really? Yeah, absolutely.
0: And this was back in the eighteen hundreds. Oh yeah,
2: Elec- lec- There's nothing new about electric cars. Uh, the problem with them is, uh, as the problems today, they just don't have very much range.
0: <laughs> you can't last for very long. Yeah, you don't. You can't go very far. You can't well, back drive. Then through. there weren't many roads anyway. That's true.
1: There were roads. They were just dirt. Yep. Mark the uh, if someone wants to enter a car in this show, someone who maybe is listening to us today and they have an antique car, can anyone enter this show?
2: Yep, absolutely. This is a uh, a national show. Therefore, it's really open to any car. Uh, if you're hoping to win an award, however, um, <laughs> you really need to be one of the very top-notch, fully restored cars. There are two very broad uh, classifications of antique cars. There are cars that refer that we refer to as trailer queens. Uh, these are cars that have been restored, they're, they're, they're used for show purposes, and people don't dare drive them on the roads. Uh, you get a little bit of dust on them, that's minus points. Or a nick. Or a nick. Oh, a nick in the paint, that's a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, so you really can't, you can't drive them on the road. The second broad classification is drivers. That's what Denny and I both have. These are cars that we can drive on the road uh, any day. In fact, I almost drove my Model A in here this morning uh, until I checked the thermometer. there's no heater in a model a
0: (laughs) savages honestly, god
1: mark's got several nice cars a real nice model a he's got a a nice t-bird and uh, a couple others yeah Uh,
0: got a a
2: austin healy austin healy bug eye sprite uh and uh a project car an old corvette yeah
1: so the, the bottom line is, in our club, we have all varieties of cars. And how many members do we have in that club, Mark?
2: Yeah, in the uh, local chapter here, we've got about uh, 50 members these days. Um, nationwide, AACA is, is pretty remarkable. There are about 400 uh, chapters uh, across the country, and there are more than 60,000 uh, members uh, of the club. Locally, like I said, we've got about 45 or 50 members. Uh, Which is, uh, uh, makes this show, putting on this show quite... uh, A challenge. uh, Quite a challenge, quite a challenge. Uh, In the parking crew alone, um, for parking the cars uh, out on the streets, uh, we're going to need about three dozen people. Uh, Denny has graciously uh, offered to uh, assist us with that.
0: Oh, good. Hey, let's, in case we hadn't mentioned it before, what what date is this going to happen?
2: Ah, Yes. Uh, The show goes uh, August 11th to the 13th. The first two days are really uh, getting the cars into town and getting them arranged. The show itself is on Saturday the 13th. That will be the day you all are going to want to come to take a look at. Saturday,
0: August 13th. Saturday, August 13th. It's going to be beautiful. Do you guys have a website out there that um, if people are interested in – all right, a website or a phone number?
2: Uh, sure. Um, if you uh, want more information on the show itself, you can feel free to contact me. Um, uh, my f- uh, cell is six zero nine six zero five seven six zero five. You can always tell people from out of uh, moved in here from out of town by their uh, area codes. Can't yeah, you? that's
1: true. That is true. Yeah.
2: Uh, and uh, my uh, email is m. Eight one four. Um, at gmail.com these I understand will be posted on the website www.talknewburn.net. Uh, if you didn't get that written down quite quickly the other
0: thing is you guys just all aren't all about the cars you you help you help uh, students out you have a you have mm-hmm. a, a, a scholarship I understand yep
2: yeah, we do a number of things uh, we offer a thousand dollar scholarship to a deserving student at uh, in the automotive studies at uh, Craven County Community College uh, we have a toy drive uh, each December for uh, Salvation Army. Uh, we also donate uh, food to RC RCS. RCS. I, I sometimes get them mixed up. Um, and also uh, we donate food to the Salvation Army every year. So we do uh, but wha- fundraising. What
0: about, what's, this, what's this scholarship to the Craven Community College? They, w- the program, is they have an automotive program over there?
2: Yeah, there are a number of automotive specialties. Uh, the, uh, the current recipient of the scholarship uh, is a, 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 how do I say this, now? a middle-aged lady, not an older lady, a middle-aged lady with uh, five kids uh, who is going back and uh, learning how to repair automatic transmissions. Uh, it's her goal in life to one day own a Mercedes dealership somewhere. Uh, so we're very happy to be able to extend uh, some assistance to people who are studying automotive. And really,
0: I mean, in Craven Community College, they, they really have a good program over there where they're teaching Teaching yep. folks? Oh, absolutely. I mean, do you know much about that program? I, I, not a whole lot, to be honest with I, you. I can know. tell you a little bit yeah. about tell, it. Tell Lisa. me about it, because I, I didn't I didn't know that.
1: There's a, an automotive program. I'll, I'll give you a, a, a real live example. We have a young man that works for, for family tire, uh, Michael Figueroa. We call him FIG. And FIG started with us the day we opened. Actually, he started with us before we opened. He had just completed the automotive studies program at Craven Community College. Uh, he's now been with us 10 years. He is uh, constantly studying and learning. He is not a mechanic. He is a technician. He can fix anything with wheels. Um, What's the difference between a mechanic and a technician? A mechanic is, I guess I was sort of a mechanic when I was younger. Mark's probably somewhat of a mechanic. Mm -hmm. We can take a part off and put a part on. Uh, We can repair the basic things on automobiles. Uh, We have plenty of those guys working in the industry, but a technician is a guy that can take a car with the air conditioning not working and figure out what's going on with it or a check engine light that comes on on the dash of the car. He can, he can find out why that check engine light comes on and then he can fix it. Um, cars are becoming increasingly difficult to repair and someone who doesn't have computer savvy and t-
0: training is going to be left behind. And Craven Community College gave him that training. He he I'm got impressed.
1: he got his yep. um, his training at Craven. It's a, I think a two year program. Um, we have a young man right now that that works for us that uh, goes to Craven during the day and comes and works in the evenings at our store. So we're uh, we have several em- employees that have gone through the Craven program, and it, it's uh it it here's here's the t- statistically. In the United States today, the automotive industry is about 50,000 technicians short, and it's going to get worse because the average, you know, we got my son's got to go to college. He's got to go to college. Unfortunately, nobody is nobody is pushing their kid to be an automobile technician, and these guys can make a lot of money. And I've got several of these guys. They don't get their. They really don't get dirty. They're 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 really working on the part of the car. Uh, they can do brakes and they can do shocks and those kind of things, but that's not where they shine. They shine when they can diagnose something that's that's causing mm-hmm. a problem that maybe somebody else can't figure out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the, the electronics in today's cars are just overwhelming. Uh, the, the home mechanic, uh, it's virtually impossible for a home mechanic to work on a car these days True. with all the electronics on them. So that's why these and, and technicians these are, are very important.
1: And these guys don't want to be called mechanics. They're right. technicians, and they, yeah. they truly are. So... Some people maybe can learn that on their own, but Craven has a a real live program. I think they also have a body shop program where they teach body and uh, fender repair, Mm -hmm. uh, so they can learn that there, transmissions. Mm -hmm. So we've got a complete automotive department there that's got a whole bunch of young, mostly young people, not all young, but mostly young people that are there learning a trade, which will help them earn a living. Mm
0: so do you guys work with the, work with them at all
2: yes uh, uh part of the reason for the scholarship is we're trying to get young people involved uh in the uh car collecting hobby uh it's an older person's hobby by and large Are and we're old mark uh older older older, older. yes okay. I, I was going to uh, mention that to lee uh, we don't mind if you refer to the cars as old but we don't like us being referred to as
0: old oh i would never do that you old guys deserve respect well, thank you <laughs> well
2: thank you thank you very much we appreciate give it <laughs> did, yeah, give it to us when when does that start <laughs> it started already no because there's
0: i see a lot of car collectors up around pamlico if you drive mm-hmm. drive around you see those old cars in their front yards with the with the fur growing up around them and mm-hmm. all that stuff
2: and cinder blocks holding them up out yeah, of lots, the dirt lots there of you car go.
0: collectors up that way
1: well in, in actuality uh we have people in our club from as far away as Bath. In fact, I think yeah. the chairman of our club is from yeah, Bath. absolutely. So we have, we have people from a fairly wide range of, of people, but I'm not sure where the next closest club is. There's one in Jacksonville. In Morehead City. In Moorhead City, right.
0: But we can expect people from all over the country coming all over over the country. Well,
2: this, for this show, again, because it's a national meet, uh, people will trailer cars in from all over the country. And these will be the premier show cars available uh, uh, in the U.S.,
0: well, yeah. Everybody, make sure to come down. I'm sure that August thirteenth, yes, August thirteenth is notoriously a beautiful day here in Newburn. And, New Bern. and, and, and more. I'm going to make a forecast. That, I'm going to go out on a forecast, and uh, and, and it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. It's going to be about 89 degrees. Wind coming out of the southwest. Partially sunny. You're going to have a lovely day. Uh, humidity. Humidity is going to be about. 240 percent which would be good for keeping the cars moist there you go i
1: think uh even more importantly than the the one day show is we we really like to see people there are a lot of folks with old cars in new Bern who don't belong to our club and who don't come to our meetings and I would really enjoy seeing some of those folks show up at the Golden Corral on the third Tuesday third Tuesday of, of every month. month. And just they don't have to bring their car. Most people don't bring their cars out unless the weather's nice. Uh, exactly. Uh, but bring, come out and get to know the people and join the club or just come out and, and see what it's about.
0: Absolutely. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Thank you very much for being on.
2: Lee, thank you very much. My pleasure.
0: When we get back, uh, we're going to have Sabrina. We do have to mention it was the saddest thing ever. They're tearing up the parking lot over at Tommy Moore's Barbecue, and institution's gone. Tommy, we love you. We still love you. I still can taste those uh, sandwiches. And uh, go get another cup of coffee. Sabrina's going to come back, and I think she's got things to talk about. Doesn't she? I hope so. Hey, and we're back here on City Talk Live a talk. The Omarx building, sitting up here in this lovely penthouse looking out over a spring day. Spring is finally coming back to newburn after our long two and a half week winter time. We're all done with it. Camelot is returning, squirrels chirping, birds laughing, um, that sort of thing. We got Sabrina on the phone right now, ready to uh ready to uh bring her unique perspective. Sabrina, good morning. It is unique.
3: I'm, I'm on my way to Hitherland, to, uh, to Connecticut, as you talked about before. I'm going to be representing New Bern in the Retire uh, New Bern, a uh, retired North Carolina trade show that they'll be doing as part of the Ideal Living Show, which attracts retirees from the metropolitan New York area. And we're going to tell them why we think New Bern is a great place to retire.
0: So what you do is you go, you go to this place, uh, where's where's the convention actually going to be?
3: Well, in Greenwich, Connecticut is where I'm going to actually be.
0: Well, la-dee-da. We need some of those people down here.
3: <laughs> well, I don't, you know, they'll come. Of course, Greenwich is, you know, about an hour from New York City. So, you know, you get that surrounding metropolitan, you know, suburban New York City people around there that, you know, want to get out of there. The taxes are high. The weather is cold. And uh, they like to come to our lifestyle you know i think that's great but you know what i think is also really interesting Where do you retire when you live in newburgh Mm
0: -hmm. oh the cemetery
3: (laughs) so you know that's a really good point how lucky are we that we actually live in our retirement city
0: yeah we live here we play here and eventually we're going to be um
3: in cedar grove yeah i hear you
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you know what there's that is a great way to live this is as Bruce Springsteen says, it's my hometown. And my hometown. We don't want to leave it. Why should we? We have everything here. We have people right. to love. We have things to do. We have ways to make the city better. This is a great place to come. All right. I hope so, you. Can-
3: yeah, I heard you talking about at the break about, yeah, you know, I said it wasn't Tommy Moore, you know, the parking lot. But let, let me say that that's what progress is all about. You know, Tommy, there's nobody better in this community than Tommy Moore. He he did a, you know, he's the most outstanding citizen I think I've ever known or or had the pleasure to be around. But, you know, the new Mr. Moore has bought it. He's going to, I think, carry on the tradition of Tommy Moore and Moore's Barbecue, but in a bigger and better manner. You know, he's just going to expand it. I'm going to have a drive through window, more seating, and that's going to be good for Newburn. So I'm, you know, all for it. And just like we see a lot of things happening in our community... Um, you know, that we complain about, and we really do give City Hall a hard time, but there are some really good things happening, you know, in our community that we, you know, are are good things. Anything that would take New Bern forward and put us in a good light is good. You know, my whole beef has always been where's the vision, where's the plan? What is the overall plan? Are we just, wherever we can find something to fix, we're going to fix it to say we did something, or is this part of an overall plan that we are doing to make New Bern that much
0: better a city well see that part about the overall plan i haven't seen but getting back to tommy moore when when you get back can we have him on here he has he's really good at telling stories and i want to hear some of the stories he has about about Newbern, especially his father his father started the um, moore's barbecue it was downtown he tells that story and i especially like the story of the three little pigs where he kills them and, and broils them. I love that story. Mm-hmm. The children all should gather around for that. Um, sure,
3: I think. So bad. But yes, Tommy Moore, he would be the highlight of our year to have him on our show, so I totally agree we should have him on our
0: show. Yeah, I think everybody would love that. Um, so, Sabrina, what else is going on? You, you're, you're talking about projects here. Oh, Sabrina, I'm not going to say anything because I don't think we have anything to crow about yet, but does the... Uh, has, has You're, really heard
3: it. You're really badly. No, no news is good Don't You're judge really me. be very upset with you when I get back. But
0: Don't you know, judge you know, the, me.
3: The, the rumor mill at City Hall is that an assistant city manager has been hired or the job's been offered, that um, they are making preparations for his office and moving things around. And, you know, um, I'll be curious. In the budget, um, if you look at the, this past year's, uh, budget for the city of Newbern. There's about anywhere from ninety to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, I believe, uh, range of salary uh, in their budget for an assistant city manager. Now they did not, they haven't hired that person to date, as far as we know. But it's in there, and um, you know, I'll be very interested to see what the final number is. Uh, the city, Our current city manager is probably making in the 140s somewhere. Oh, well worth it. So well worth But, you know, we've got great department heads. And I'm, I'm just not sure about why an assistant city manager, why now? Why do we need one? What is the purpose? Why are we spending that extra hundred plus thousand dollars when uh, the police chief told us three years ago, that we weren't paying the officers enough, and that's why we were having a hard time attracting police officers to Newburgh. Sabrina, so has that money been spent better in that area than an assistant city manager? I don't know, but I would argue that point.
0: I'm Sabrina, can you give me any names that are in the running for it?
3: No, I cannot. I don't know. That is, you know, I want to remind everybody that the assistant city manager would be hired by uh, the city manager, so it's not an appointed job by the aldermen. It is would be hired by the city manager, supervised by the city manager, and would be fired by the city manager, not the board of aldermen. But I would venture to say that the mayor and, board, and some of the members of the board have probably had a very, very strong opinion on that position. Well, look. The creation of that position and moving forward, so that's.
0: Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal with the city manager position. You need somebody, and this is, I campaigned on this, you campaigned on it. It's not the sexiest issue to go out and campaign on, but a city like New Bern that needs to be dragged kicking and screaming into the 21st century. We cannot rely on local knowledge unless it's ex- unless it's superlative. Superl- we went out and did a nationwide search for the best city manager the city could ever imagine to have. What you do, he's trained, he lives, he breathes, taking care of cities and moving cities forward. And, uh, what they do? He left, and so now we're we're stuck with Mark Stevens, who's a good kid, but he was yeah, not—he was not—he you know,
3: was, was, was not understand. a city manager. That wasn't his He's life. He's in a difficult situation. He, he put himself he in a difficult situation. And doing, I agree it should, should have been broader. The Peter Principle. But our Board of Aldermen were elected by the people, and that's the decision they make. So let's hang it on the Board of Aldermen. Let's not hang it on, on Mark. It's not his fault. No, right?
0: it's not Mark's fault. It's, it's, it, we hang it right on the type of mentality that says, hey, let's go get somebody who is underskilled and put him in a job that's over his head, and let's try then to have a strategic plan to move forward when you don't have the intellectual capacity to move forward. There are real city managers out there that they could have gotten. The city manager from Beaufort, South Carolina, was in the running. But apparently Beaufort, uh, he wasn't qualified enough because if you ever been to Beaufort, it's gorgeous down there. You know, and, and this so, is – Again,
3: is, I'm going to steer you from that topic because the topic is an assistant city manager. And, you know, uh, obviously they're moving forward. I understand the person should be in place sometime around mid-April and uh, like i said you know preparations are underway for an office and all the other amenities that would go for it and, and let's let's see what happens but you know i i tell the citizens you know in, in another year and a half it'll be election time do you remember these things is this the right direction are we really you know moving things and, and do we have a vision is this part of an overall vision to move our city forward if it is Hey, I'll be on board, but I haven't seen that planet. Nobody can seem to communicate what the total vision is right now.
0: Hey, by the way, by the way, I, I do hear that. I do hear that City Hall is uh, moving forward with my idea to 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 uh, make the the little U out in front of Triumph Palace by the by the water to make that more of a grassy area. I brought that idea up. Three years ago, uh, Dana put, or when I was in office, Dana put the k on it. But I'm glad to see that he's finally recognizing that uh, th- it was a good idea. It takes him a little while to, to, to uh, I mean. Yeah,
3: they are moving forward. We had a Swiss bear meeting yesterday, and that was one of the updates. Yeah. They're working towards narrowing that, uh, what they're calling the horseshoe behind Tron Palace, green space. They've applied for potential dock.
0: I'm yeah, that that would be a. Something
3: maybe out in the water.
0: That would be a great idea, and I'm glad that they're still listening to our board because we recommended that, and uh, hopefully they can hopefully they can get that done and, and continue the good work that we started.
3: Well, again, you know, they, they've got a lot of projects in the work, and that was I'll tell you how it was made possible. You know, that road behind there was really owned by the state and was part of the DOT plan and so when the city swapped out the bridge gave the bridge back in return we got some of the dot roads which that was one of them so you know that was the good news these roads should be in control of the city and not necessarily the state
0: sabrina i will forever disagree when you're holding all aces and the other side's got a one a two a joker and some green card that they found on the street. That's their strong hand. You don't give it up. You don't give away stuff. We could have gotten this without it. But their bargaining skills perhaps aren't the best in the world. Danny's hey, Denny, got I'm, a I'm just glad we don't have
3: the bridge. We're not paying the bridge tender salary anymore. That money's come back in. You know, they got a 50% even uh, you know, fund balance. Good for them. But, well, you know, let's. Let's see how we move forward and what we're going to do, and, and a lot of it has to do with the infrastructure in the city, which needs you know attention.
1: Well, the bridge is uh, water's gone under that, so I don't think we, uh, there's there's much we can do it we can do about well, it. I think I, I think,
3: think, but I think yeah, Don't You Agree it was a good move. I mean, we did, we had no business having that bridge. Yeah. and so you know that that is water under the bridge. That's fine. We we've got the roads now. We need to maintain them. We need to spend money on our infrastructure. We have a lot of you know sewer pipes that are the old clay pipes that are collapsing. We need to be working towards those and replacement replacement of those, especially in the downtown area.
1: I think one one, of what's
3: happened. Uh, We see all this sidewalk work going on. A lot of people are saying, you know, what are they doing this? I found out yesterday that um, all of the funds came from federal DOT funds to do those sidewalks along Newst Boulevard and Glen Burnie. Hold on, Denny,
0: what what do you got to say? Well, I was
1: just gonna say one of the things that's a little frustrating to me is that when when we were um, still attending meetings on Tuesday nights, uh, one of the things that that Mike Epperson, uh, I think as Mark uh, and Mike put together a plan where our streets would all be repaved every 10 to 12 years. It would be on a rotating cycle. And we would take one street each year or a series of streets and put all new pavement down. Next year a different street, so that every 12 years we got new streets. That that plan has been abandoned um, with the current board because all they're focused on is can we lower electric rates? That seems to be their, their number one their number one focus. And everybody that pays eighty-eight dollars a month next month is only gonna pay eighty-seven so that's going to be a mine that's going to be a tremendous amount of uh, of benefit to our community so you know that plan's been abandoned and as i drive around town streets are one of my frustrations because i see so many not potholes like they have up north but a lot of streets that are in need of repaving and we have no plan as far as i know to do that other than to patch and that's pretty sad for a beautiful city like this, not to have a plan to keep our streets and roads in good condition.
0: And, I mean, the other thing is, you know, you're, you can you can do just about anything you want to do, uh, but, but you have to cut employees. You have to cut police officers. The latest plan is uh, let's just cut all the police officers and issue each other handcuffs and go on the honor system. Dana, I don't think that's going to work. But it will cut a lot, a lot out of the police budget. Uh, that kind of nonsense just can't work. Denny, what do I, you think? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't support that plan, Lee. No, nobody does. And meanwhile, you're driving around on these streets not realizing that, look on a dry day. Look at how many water puddles are lingering on the sides of the streets. That, those water puddles and streams going across the street are broken water mains where we're losing water. Our, some of our infrastructure under the seats Uh, Under the streets are upwards of 100 uh, 100 years old, 50 years old. We had a plan to to get these things maintenance and fixed and repaired. You know, you can do...
3: Let me correct you on something. It's not um, broken water pipes. What it is is that it has to do with the stormwater. And that's why when we were in office, you know, people didn't like it, but we enacted that stormwater fee. And the reason we did that was because we had an issue with stormwater. We had clogged drainage pipes that there was no maintenance on, and, you know, there, we still have issues, and again, it's from crumbling pipes and things, so the stormwater is not being carried away properly, and, you know, there's been some talk with this board that they want to do away with the stormwater fee, I hope not, because that, you know, that's important, we need to maintain those, those drains, and, and that's what was caused. up, that's what, during that bad hurricane, caused so many people to have damage.
0: Well, Dana's, Dana does have a secret weapon. It's a fairy dust and a hope and a prayer that nothing bad will happen to Newburn from here on out. And I wish him well with that. Um, I, I wouldn't recommend that for everybody, but you know, if you wish hard enough upon a star, Dana, you might get that. That's Did what I I'm tell thinking. You
3: about that?
0: I am wishing people the best, Sabrina. <laughs> you when you wish upon a star.
3: Well I am going to bid you with you and go to we're getting ready to get on the flight, so I am going to uh, say thank you for letting me call in today and I hope everybody has a great weekend and are, uh, you, getting are you getting the window seat. Are you getting the window seat
0: or are you giving the window seat to Steve? All
3: righty. keep him under control, please. I'll try. Thanks.
1: Bye. Bye, Sabrina. Well, it's good to hear from Sabrina. She uh, Never is uh, unwilling to share with us what her thoughts are, and uh, she's usually right on the money.
0: You know what, Sabrina is right on the money, or she'll keep talking until we believe she's right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> she.
1: <laughs> well, in, in all seriousness, this un, this infrastructure thing is a big concern because not just streets, but as was mentioned, uh, sewers, uh, water lines. Some of our water lines are still clay. Uh, from way, way back in the early 1900s when they were put in. Uh, All we're doing now is basically repairing them when they break. And, again, a plan should be put in place to replace some of that stuff every year, Uh, and and that's not happening.
0: Well, there's just a lack of vision in this group. Uh, The the lack of vision in this group and the one vision they do have – that they're all agreed to is they want to get reelected and they're going to do anything, say anything to get reelected. Have another cup of coffee. We're going to be right back to finish up.
1: All right, we're back on City Talk. And Lee Bettis and I'm Denny Booker. We're glad to be here. Sabrina's not with us this morning, but uh, we'll try to muddle through without her. Uh, If you'd like to call in, it's 633-4243. live stream podcast is talknewburn.net. You can like us on Facebook at Talk Newburn, or follow us at Twitter at Talk Newburn, or email us at citytalk at talknewburn.net. And Lee, you uh, said there's going to be some kind of a drawing
0: or a prize here in the yeah. Future. I'm, I'm still. I, I, Henry Hinton had that whole thing where you can win a when a kitchen a, makeover, a kitchen makeover. Yeah. we don't have the budget but uh, i do have a pen a nice pen it's halfway used and it says "Kellis law firm on it uh, that's up for grabs if you guess the uh, puzzler okay they have the puzzler on car talk uh, yeah they do have a puzzler every and, week and, and it's good this week on the puzzler if you can tell us uh where the city is going and what dana outlaw is thinking uh, and if you can make heads or sense of that you will win this pen
1: Actually, one of my favorite puzzlers on on that show was, uh, and it'll tie right in with what we're talking about here today with the antique cars, was two guys stole a 56 Chevy, and they drove it around town until it ran out of gas, and they had to abandon it because they couldn't figure out where to put the gas in the car, and that was the puzzler. Do you know why they couldn't figure out where to put the gas in the car, Lee?
0: It was an electric car.
1: No, it was not. It was a 56 Chevy gasoline model automobile.
0: Because the gas tank was under the back seat. No,
1: it, because to put gas in a 1956 Chevy, you turn a little thing on the top of the uh, taillight, and the taillight shifts back, and that's where the gas cap is.
0: That was gonna be my next guess.
1: Yeah, I knew it was, but you didn't, so uh, you lose. You don't get the pen
0: no i don't get the pen but if anybody can tell us what in the world the city is doing and if they have a direction right into city talk talk net. you will get this beautiful mostly used up pen uh keep your responses to under a thousand words if you can Denny, what else is going on board of education
1: board of education yeah i uh find it quite interesting i obviously have no students in school um that's a long time ago but i do pay taxes And a lot of people don't realize this, that the county tax that we all pay if we own a home, or if we don't own a home, our landlord pays. The county tax goes to three primary places. Number one, it goes to the sheriff's department. That may not be the largest piece, but it's a large piece of our tax buck, our tax dollar. Second piece is schools. Craven County Schools is perhaps the largest piece of what our county tax dollar goes to. And the third piece is, probably not politically correct, but I'll use this word, welfare. It's simply the social services that our county provides to the citizens of this county. So the big piece that goes to the school is kind of in the news right now because uh, a few weeks ago, the school board announced that they had a deficit.
0: Three million bucks, right?
1: Uh, it was a million and a half or a million six or something. I don't remember I'm the sticking exact with number, three. But it was, okay. You Whether I'm right or I'm name, wrong. But it was over a million dollars for sure. And right away, the talk of cutting teachers, cutting uh, teacher's aides, et cetera, when the central office, and I don't know the precise number, but the central office employs a huge number of people. And I just have to question, why do we need 60 or 80 people in our central office? Um, our school board has been there a long time. We've got a couple of new members. I think it's
0: time for some change. There's an election coming up. There is an election. There's a wind blowing through the the, the county.
1: It's time we, we make a change and get that school board running like a real business, not like a bureaucracy.
0: Uh, hey, all for you, There's we have some people who want to come on who, on both sides of the issue. Um, they say it's time for change you know the school board in a lot of people's opinion is unresponsive it's gotten lazy and old and we have some people who are willing to come on and talk about it that could be next week it could be the week after
1: that'd be great i think that'd be good so if you if you have a passion about this subject and knowledge
0: oh i have a passion about this subject we got what six seconds hey you've spent another day with us see you on the sidewalks bye-bye